Welcome to episode 89 of Sharing Life Lessons. This is season 9. We are one spirit, one soul, one world, and together we are creating a library of stories and life lessons. I am your host Hamida and I want to bring you stories because stories matter, stories inspire, stories teach, and stories heal. Listeners, I am back in the US. I left India with a heavy heart because in the trip I found a lot of happiness spending time with my mother. We spoke about her childhood a lot as in her state of dementia, that is what she remembers the most. She told me funny incidents of her childhood, the pranks her younger brother played on her, her first crush and why she is now glad her father did not allow her to get married to him. These stories have come back to her. She had forgotten them, but now they're back. We laughed together like we have never laughed before. And it was as if I was living with my mother as a young woman before she got married, when she was full of youth and good humor. In short, she is happy in her current state and I'm completely at peace after witnessing her being happy. But of course, while I was there, I wanted to spend every minute with her and I did, which means I was not able to work on episode number 89 last week in India. When I returned yesterday, I was experiencing jet lag and travel fatigue, so I knew that I should not use a guest for this episode as I may not be able to give the guests the focus that they deserve. Thus, I choose to talk to you myself. When I went to bed last night, I requested the universe to make it easy for me and decide for me what to speak about in this episode. And lo and behold, this morning, I received an audio clip through a WhatsApp message from Elfaz from India. As soon as I listened to this clip, I knew that I am meant to present and discuss it in today's episode. Let me clarify. It is not something I chose, but what I was meant to discuss. So thank you to both the universe for deciding for me and to Elfaz for being the medium through which I got my message. Before I play this clip, I want to present the backdrop. Allow me to take you back to 1940 to 1942, to the German concentration camps and its atrocities. Stephen Frank, one of 100 children out of thousands who is a survivor, was interviewed on the show called This Morning. He was born in 1935. His life in Amsterdam was blissful prior to the Holocaust. His dad was a lawyer. They lived in a three-story house which was centrally heated at that time with a swing in the attic, he noted. His dad joined the Dutch resistance, helping Jews who had fled Germany to find a place to live and perhaps even found them work in Amsterdam. Because of his involvement in trying to help the Jews, Nazi soldiers burst into his office and took him away. He was gassed in Auschwitz on January 21, 1942. On the other hand, Stephen and his family were sent to another camp where they stayed for a year before being rescued. He recollected some incidents that he witnessed and some that he had heard from others. Some of them were, they gang-raped women and gunned them. They seized three-year-old children and shot them. Ordinary German soldiers reveled in massacres during this time. There is also an account from a German army leader, Major General Walter Bruns, who recalled a typical Jewish action that he witnessed one day. The trenches were 24 meters long and roughly 3 meters wide. People had to lie like sardines in a tin. 
heads towards the middle. Above, six machine gunners delivered the neck shots. When I arrived, he said, the trenches were pretty full already and the living had to lie on top of the dead before they got the neck shots as well. They were all arranged beautifully, so not too much space was wasted. My sincere, sincere apologies if this description of the background is bothering any of you as much as it is affecting me. With this background in mind, let's listen to the audio clip. You can consider the person speaking on this audio clip. Eddie Chaku, a 98-year-old Holocaust survivor, my guest for today. I stand corrected, my imaginary guest for today, although I sincerely wish I could have interviewed him in person for you. This 98-year-old teaches us how to live. In this one minute and six second clip, he has told us so much. You must not hate. You say, I don't like this person, but you don't hate. Hate is a disease. It destroys first your enemy, but you also. Mm. It destroys you. Hate. They ask me, what is my secret? My secret is a good wife and friendship. Friendship you cannot buy. When I was eight years old, my father says to me, Eddie, there's more pleasure in giving than taking. I thought he's cuckoo. <laughs> no. Now that I have children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren, what you give, you get back. You give nothing, you get nothing back. See, this is important. I want to teach you, all the people who are younger, if you don't turn, learn from us, there will not be a future. After listening to the clip, I hope you agree that Ed has told us so much in this one minute and six second short clip. Ed can almost be our role model and lead us to a happier life. Here are life lessons that Ed has shared with us from his invaluable personal experience from the Holocaust. 1. Hate is a disease. It destroys both your enemy and it destroys you too. This is a message from someone who experienced firsthand the atrocities of the Holocaust. If anyone truly has a right to hate, it is him. But he is the one telling us not to hate. I don't think he leaves us with a choice. We may as well just listen to him and wish away all feelings of hate in us. Have you heard the story about the sun and the cave? One day, the sun and a cave struck up a conversation. The sun had trouble understanding what dark meant and the cave didn't quite get the hang of light and clear. So they decided to change places. The cave went up to the sun and said, Ah, I see. This is beyond beautiful. Now come down and see where I have been living. The sun went down to the cave and said, Gee, I don't see any difference. When the sun went down, it took its light along and even the darkest corners were illuminated. That's why the sun couldn't see any difference. In learning from the sun, if we let ourselves become the light of love, then no darkness of hate can touch us. Wherever we go, we will see love, experience love, give love and get love. 
which brings us to Ed's next life lesson. Two, friendships are one of the ingredients for the secret sauce to a happy life, but you cannot buy friendship. Jordi McKenna was diagnosed with breast cancer and as a side effect to chemotherapy, she lost all her hair. To support her, her 11 friends went under a drastic transformation and got their heads shaved. 40-year-old Elizabeth Diamond, who was diagnosed with an untreatable brain cancer, made her childhood best friend, Laura Ruffino, promise that she would take care of her four daughters after she dies. Today, Ruffino and her husband are busy taking care of Lily, Ella, Simona and Tara with full heart and devotion. These true stories of friendships are priceless. Where and for how much would you buy such friendships? So let's surround ourselves and keep our friendships. They are priceless. This leads us to Ed's next message. 3. What you give, you get back. If you give nothing, you get nothing back. Some of us have enough to give and many of us have the need to get. The reason why this lesson is more meaningful to me personally is that for 86 episodes of Sharing Life Lessons, we shared knowledge. We gave and we received words of wisdom from so many guests. But now it's time to walk our talk. During my trip to India, I had the honor of hosting fireside chats at the Global Rice Summit 2022. This is a gathering of global NGOs who are making this world a better place through eradicating poverty and hunger, improving quality of education, climate action, gender equality, etc., etc., much of this is giving others such basic needs that many of us already have and are thankful for. Thus, it is our obligation to give to those who struggle for such basics. I will be bringing you few opportunities to give back in my future episodes because I have met with so many who are doing such great projects to give to the needy. But for now, if you want to give and don't know where to start, please listen to a young African lady talk about her experience with menstrual poverty in episode number 87 titled Sex for Pads. It is real. We can uplift an entire generation of young girls. You can donate and give to these young girls, too many of whom are dropping from school because they can't afford menstrual pads and don't want to be embarrassed in school for it. I am personally overlooking this project of training young girls all over Africa to make their own reusable menstrual pads. The link where donations can be made is in the show notes. As Albert Einstein said, it is every person's obligation to put back into the world at least the equivalent of what he or she takes out of it. Let's do it and experience the joys of giving. As Ed said, what you give, you get back. If you give nothing, you get back nothing. And finally, I quote Ed, he said, if you don't learn from us, you will not have a future. What he means is that we must share knowledge and learn from each other, especially learn from those who have had experiences, which is exactly what we are doing through sharing life lessons. Living through and surviving the Holocaust is an experience very few of us can claim we got close to. So let's learn from it. We are one spirit, one soul, one world. It is time to walk our talk. This brings us to the end of this episode. I will bring you the 90th and last episode of season 9 next Wednesday. Until then, be happy, be safe, and be blessed.